Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. Welcome into the final play with Mikey Clutch. I am your host, Mikey Clutch. What a Thursday night game. Kind of. Sort of. Poor Tom Brady and that Bucks team just does not look like the Bucks team we've been used to seeing the last couple years. Lamar Jackson, another dub. But we'll get into that. We'll get into our debt-free pick three picks of the week. Another winning week, baby. I called it. We did good last week, 2-1. and one. We're going to get our game picks in, our rookie watch. There's a couple, uh, well, a new rookie that just announced today that will be starting. We'll get into that. And then I'll give you my marquee matchups and uh, the primetime games will break down. But let's start with the Thursday night primetime. The Tampa Bay Bucks hosted the Baltimore Ravens. It was a pretty close game for the most part up until the second half you know the Baltimore Ravens really did look good in that second half moving the ball Mark Andrews goes out early he looked like he was going to have a day uh, ends up getting hurt and then Isaiah Likely the preseason phenom for the Baltimore Ravens he ended up having the day six catches 77 yards and a touchdown and the Ravens, I mean, that running game really started getting going in the second half and things, you know, just ended up, you know, moving the ball, moving the ball. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Bucks had a 10-3 lead going into halftime and, and Baltimore really turned it up and scored 24 in the second half, uh, outscoring outscoring the Bucks 24-12. to um, But yeah, Tom Brady, I mean, he's obviously throwing for yards. The, the team's been down a lot this year, um, obviously with their 3-5 and five record. They're down in a lot of these games. Mike Evans, you know, he, he's he been a star this year. But it's the running game that we kind of expected to look good for the Bucks that has looked pretty miserable. And part of that is the injuries on the offensive line. And Leonard Fournette just can't get going. I, I, you know, it, if they didn't have key injuries on that offensive line, and it, it's showing why these guys that are, have been out are so crucial. Uh, not only the passing game, um, but but that running game for sure, and, and the, the Bucks have not been able to kind of control the game, control the clock by running. And Fournette, nine carries, twenty four yards. That's nothing. I mean, the first drive it looked like they were going to have a great night running, but um, they, they just couldn't get it going. And, and Baltimore, that the attack that they have with Lamar and Gus Edwards. I mean, Lamar, the way he was getting out of trouble, it, 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 that's just what we're used to seeing with Lamar, right? So. Um, yeah, it's just this Bucks team has been, it, it continues to struggle, but luckily for them, you know, this was, a, I, I felt like this was more of a must win for Baltimore, uh, not for the Tampa because, you know, Tampa's division, they're lucky that they have Atlanta, New Orleans and, and Carolina in it. Granted, I mean, if Atlanta wins, Atlanta's going to be in the division lead at four and four and the Bucks are going to be a game back, but Carolina two and five, New Orleans two and five. Only a game back as well. But I think the Bucks can kind of get the ship right. They, they have the Rams, but then they play Seattle, the Browns, and the Saints. Uh, after that, I, I honestly think they could beat the Rams. It's at home. Um, and, 
you would expect them to beat Seattle, but Seattle, I mean, the surprise of the year probably, uh, how well they've been playing and how competitive they've been getting in, in every game. And Pete Carroll hitting, you know, that front office hitting in the draft as they did, as I mentioned uh, last week. But yeah, I, I think the Bucks they're still not out of it based on their division. They're going to be okay, I think, by the time playoffs come around. Well, I, I don't think they're going to make a deep run. But like I said, just because based on their division, I think they're going to be able to at least win the division and get into the playoffs and sneak in. Um, but on the other side, Baltimore, we see Cincinnati starting to heat up now. Uh, Burrow quietly playing himself in the MVP conversation. I know a lot of people are on Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, but I mean, look at what Burrow has been doing lately in this offensive line. I agree. Okay, I get it. Atlanta, he torched them over 300 yards in the first half. Um, and big news coming out of that camp, which we'll get in later with, with Jamar Chase. Um, with Joe Burrow, on the season, right, 15 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. 2,097 yards. He's third in the NFL in yard or third in yards passing, tied third for touchdowns. Um, he's been on fire uh, since week two. Uh, you know that I think the Jets game is really when it started turning around for him. Uh, he, 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 I, facing T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons back to back week one and two, uh, he had three uh, three touchdowns, four picks. But since then, week three and on. He's 12 touchdowns, one interception. That's that's MVP level. And, and his QB rating is over 115 in that span. So I, I like what the Bengals are doing, and that's why I, I think the Baltimore Ravens needed to win this game to stay alive for that division, uh, to potentially win that division, um, because it's going to be a two, two-man race, a two-team race between the Bengals and, and, and the Ravens. Lamar Jackson... A good strong performance, like I said, and you know the team's going to go where Lamar takes them. And they were my one of my they were my AFC Super Bowl pick this year, and I'm still going to stick with them because I really do like what they've done. The defense has struggled a lot, uh, which I don't understand how they have great talent on that defensive side of the ball. Clayus Campbell didn't play, um, which I thought was going to be a pretty big factor. Which I I mean. It, for the most part, it was up until, like I said, the second half when Baltimore's offense started controlling the game, running the ball, and, and then also, you know, Tampa having to play catch up and, and start throwing the ball all over the place. I mean, Tom Brady is now the most sacked man in NFL history, past Ben Roethlisberger. But I, this offense, I, I just, I don't know what's, what's, I mean, obviously the running game, right? But yeah, I think Baltimore had a good game plan going in. You held Brady for the most part, even though Brady, I mean, with Tampa Bay's record, again, they've been down, but Brady's first in the league in yards. He's got nine touchdowns to one interception. And I he's been playing solid, even with, you know, the divorce being finalized with Giselle this week. Uh, he, he put out that letter. And he's still, you know, he, he could be playing better, yes. But I think with everything that's been going on in his personal life, missing some of the training camp because of that, it's hard to focus, right? And and uh, there was a take, you know, somebody said that maybe now that it's finalized and it's out there in public, that now he can focus back on football and kind of, you know, get his mind right back in the 
you know, focusing on game plan, watching film and um, getting on the same page with his receivers. And I, I very well believe that. I think Brady's going to get this offense turned around. Uh, Tampa Bay, I, I know I, I should be talking about Baltimore. I already talked about Tampa, but it, it's hard when Brady, you know, is at this stage of his career and we're just, we're seeing the worst team year, I guess, since, you know, 2001, whatever it was when he first came on the scene. But back to Baltimore, again, you're a half a game up. Let's see what Cincinnati does this week, uh, this Monday uh, against the, the Browns. I think Bengals should win that. We'll get into that later as well. But I really like what I see from Baltimore. I think the defense, is, they got to start stepping up. They got to start stepping up here, and, and I think they will. Um, but yeah, a good win for the Ravens. You know, let's see if they can take uh, this division lead this weekend um, and, and, and get it going. But I think Mark Andrews is probably going to be out uh, a couple weeks here. Um, I think the Ravens have a bye after next week. Uh, so they got a Monday night game next week against the Saints, and then they got their buys. So, um, you know, the bye week in the middle of the season, I think, is a perfect time for a buy. For uh, they got they locked out with that, and I think they're gonna they're gonna get things going um, coming out. And, and their schedule is so easy, <laughs> so easy. Uh, go the rest of the way. They they have at the Saints versus the Panthers at home at Jags, home against Denver at Pittsburgh at Cleveland, home Atlanta home against Pittsburgh, and then the hardest game out of that is Cincinnati in Cincinnati week 18. So that could be a potential game for the division on the line, and that's what I'm expecting uh, going into that. But moving on, a big injury. Jamar Chase is going to miss four to six weeks with a hip injury. Uh, It was bothering him last week. He still went off. Uh, you know, Burrow and him were just lighting, lighting up Atlanta in, in the first half. Uh, I mean, it, it was just nuts how, how they were able to just basically run away with it and never look back, called off the dogs in the second half. Um, but again, this Cincinnati's defense in the second half is so damn good. Zero touchdowns allowed in the second half so far, and they didn't allow a single point in the second half uh, against Atlanta. Like I said, Burrow, 481 yards on the day, three, three touchdowns. He had Chase and Boyd go over 100 yards. T. Higgins was seven yards uh, away from going uh, to catching 100 yards. Um, it, this team's going to be dangerous, and, and um, even without Jamar Chase. So this Jamar Chase injury, it, it's going to be a big one. Uh, four to six weeks. Puts them back against the Browns um, on the on December eleventh, and I think they're going to be able to be fine because they they got care they got like I said Monday Night Browns, Panthers, Steelers, Titans might be a rough game, Chiefs rough game, but um, I I think they'll be be fine while he's out. They got some favorable matchups, but. It is a huge injury. I think if Chase, they said he's not going on the IR, uh, which is also another good sign. Okay. I said there's going to be a new rookie coming in. Finally getting his first start. So let's start this rookie watch. (laughs)
All right. It was announced today that Malik Willis will be starting for Tennessee Sunday against the Houston Texans, which is a great game for him to start. Houston coming off the bye. It might be close. It might be a little sloppy. Um, but Malik Willis gives you that dynamic. He, he, he can run the ball, uh, you know, roll out. You, you can do some running plays with him. I, I, Tannehill's got some – he's sneaky with his legs too, but uh, this gives this gives the Titans offense a, another little dimension. You got Derrick Henry who's starting to get into form here. Uh, 134 carries, 536 yards on the year. But Malik Willis gets his first start. As a rookie against the Houston Texans, I like this spot for him. Uh, it's on the road, yes. It, it might be uh, pretty tough, but I, I think this is a great opportunity uh, for him to show uh, Vrabel that he can p- be a potential starter in, in their franchise guy. Um, uh, you know, Malik Willis was talked to possibly go to Pittsburgh, um, but. You know, Mike Tomlin really liked him a lot, but we saw Pittsburgh end up going with Kenny Pickett, which Kenny Pickett uh, is getting the start against Philly, which, man, Kenny Pickett, just a rough schedule. We'll get into that, but um, I I like the spot. We'll we'll see how he goes. Tannehill, probably only going to miss this week. It's only an illness, uh, so he he could be back, but we'll we'll see how this Titans offense looks. I I don't think Tannehill's job is technically on the line yet. They're 4-2. and they're getting things right. He 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 looked sloppy the first couple weeks, but I I think Tannehill finally got control. This this team is starting to look like how they did last year. Defense is starting to show up. Um, but yeah, I love Malik Willis getting his first start, uh, and we'll keep an eye on that. But moving over to Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. I just feel so bad. Uh, you know the Tampa game. He has the lead before he gets injured, goes out, and. You know, it goes out mid-game. He's got Buffalo uh, the week prior to that. And, you know, the Jets, yeah, he comes in mid-game. Three of those picks, I mean, all three, you could probably say, weren't his fault. Uh, he, he looked, you know, okay. Again, the Buffalo game, that's the be- probably the best team in football. Uh, the Bucks, and, and then the Dolphins, where he had a chance, it's just... His guys need to make some more plays. Uh, that first interception, I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I might be the only person that likes what I've seen from Pickett so far, even though the team's not winning. I just like his decision. Like he's he lets it rip. He lets it rip, um, and, and that's the learning experience he's getting. And he's gonna turn the ball over, but I just I, I like what I'm seeing. So let's see if Pickett can kind of get this thing going and against this Philly team who's coming off a bye, still undefeated. Everybody's expecting them to win. Tomlin, again, a road dog. But it's weird. Tomlin's one of the best road dogs in his career. He was a road dog against the Dolphins, covered. Uh, obviously, the Bills, that, that's the other game. But the I just... I, this is a weird game. It could, and I don't think it's upset alert, but I don't think it. It's going to be an eleven point game. I I don't I don't. So I, I want to see Pickett kind of come out and and put a stamp 
uh, on the season and, and give hope for the Pittsburgh Steelers that they made the right choice grabbing him uh, in, in, in the first round. And on the other side, the last guy, Bailey Zappi, officially backing up Mac Jones. So we'll keep an eye on that if he ends up in the game. But that rookie watch, uh, not so much, uh, not so much. Of a rookie watch, uh, the the rookie will be watching. <laughs> I will say that the rookie will be watching from the bench. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for rookie watch. Now let's get into these marquee matchups. Some decent games this week. Obviously, last week we had Minnesota on a bye, Philly on a bye, Buffalo on a bye. We had the top teams on a bye, and obviously the Rams who. I don't know why people are still putting them in the top 10 in their power rankings. I do not think they're a top 10 team. Um, but again, I digress, and we will get back to that. But some marquee matchups or some interesting matchups at that, but I'm going to start first one. Arizona Cardinals at Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, as I just mentioned, coming off that bye. They've only lost one game so far this year, and that was to the undefeated Eagles. Their games have looked sloppy. They've been close, but they've actually been finishing them unlike last year. And the Cardinals coming off that win Thursday night football. They? So the rest advantage, not so much. It's still in the favor of Minnesota. Um, but again, I think Arizona, now that DeAndre Hopkins is back, they have that go-to guy who you know Kyler trusts and can get it to on third down, get first downs and move those chains and give Arizona a chance. I really do think he's that big of a difference maker for this Arizona team. And Minnesota, let's see, Kirk Cousins, it's not a primetime game. It's a noon game. I think Minnesota should still win this game, but I think it's going to be close. I I, I I liked what I saw from Arizona's defense, uh, and it's against the Saints, who, who the Saints, I mean, offensively have looked decent with Andy Dalton. Uh, listen, they, they, they almost took that game to overtime in London, uh, you know, Lutz almost hit two 60-yard uh, field goals, you know. So uh, I think this is going to be an interesting game. I think it might be close. Um, uh, definitely a field goal game could go into overtime. Uh, but I do like the Vikings to finish off the Cardinals. But I think the Cardinals, man, if they're hanging around and it's a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, I think the Arizona could pull it out at the end. The next one, I'm going to go the New England Patriots at the Jets. I Actually, no. We're going to switch that. We're going to already go to the 3 o'clock games. I'm going to go the New York Giants at Seattle is actually more interesting, I think, than that New England game. Because New York, again, another one-loss team at Seattle who is... The biggest surprise, Geno Smith looking like an MVP or comeback player of the year. Having Seattle in first place right now in that division, and, and we'll see with the other game that I'm about to mention what happens with that. It, it, but New York, I mean, going on the road to Seattle, I, I think this, again, can Seattle pull the upset? I know the Giants are looking good this year, but I, I think the Giants are the phoniest 6-1 team to start a season. I just, I don't like what I, but that then it goes to their coaching. Like Dable is the right guy and they made the right hire because he's making Daniel Jones not turn the ball over, not lose them games. They're, they're in it at the end. You know, you saw it at Jacksonville. Jacksonville had the lead, but fourth quarter, it, it, you just, you see these drives that they put together and Daniel Jones isn't shooting them in the foot. So 
I mean, if this again goes down to the wire, I think Giants pull it out. But uh, Seattle's defense has looked phenomenal. The Giants' run defense has not. So uh, I, I think Seattle can kind of get the run game going and control this game and keep that New York offense off the field. I, I think they're going to be able to pull it away at home. Um, I, I really like this game. It's very intriguing, very interesting, and uh, excited for that one. And then the final one. Seven straight wins in the regular season. The San Francisco 49ers travel to L.A. Rams coming off the bye. We know Sean McVay is very good off a of bye. But the Niners coming off that big loss uh, against the Chiefs. Hopefully they, they can bounce back. McCaffrey, another full week. He's going to be integrated into this game plan even more. We saw what he did against the Rams when he was still with Carolina. We saw what happened with the Rams Niner first game. I, Rams are they're going to want to prove something. I'm sh- I'm sure McVay and, and that team is sick and tired of hearing how Shanahan and the Niners own them in the regular season. And I mean, seven straight games. At some point, does it get in your head a little bit? And I know you're a professional footballer, but does this get in your head and psyche and kind of, wow, can we even beat these guys? I really don't think the Rams can with this offensive line that has been so bad. And the Niners getting key guys again back on defense this week. Trent Williams is back uh, as well. I don't. I just. I don't see how this game doesn't go how it did in the first meeting this year. I. I just don't. I. I see Niners fingerprints all over this one to dominate. Uh, it's just they. They got to be more consistent. Jimmy can't be turning the ball over in goal to go situations. And the Niners. I. I need to see a game where they score 30 points. I need to see this offense be explosive. I know that's not the Shanahan way. They're not about stats, which I love. But I want to see them put the foot on the gas a little bit against this Rams team and really show their dominance and plant the flag for this division. Like, this is ours, and we'll worry about Seattle when we get to them. I just I need to see a high-scoring blowout again from the Niners just to know that all right this team is a playoff team again I don't think the Rams are good I think the Rams are lumped in with Tampa and Green Bay right now the underachieving playoff teams from last year but I I, I like the Niners in this spot going to the primetime games not really primetime but London we got Jacksonville playing Denver uh I I don't know what to make with the Jacksonville teams. Doug Peterson, I was not happy with the hire. He he convinced me the first week too. Full fools, first two weeks fools go, and uh, Jacksonville looks like Jacksonville. It looks like they haven't gotten any better. And then Russell Wilson is playing, but that offense, it, it, can you really trust them in London to show up at all? Uh, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, and um, I just I think Denver loses is hack it out. I don't know. Um, and then Green Bay going to Buffalo. I'm, from what we've seen this season, especially Buffalo coming off a bye, you expect this to be a 20-point blowout. It should be. But why am I still hesitant that Aaron Rodgers can somehow, some way, pull this out or at least make it close? I just, I don't know why my gut's telling me that. But my initial instinct is this is a like a twenty point blowout. Buffalo is not messing around after that loss. Uh, 
who the heck? After that loss to the Dolphins in Miami, I, I just don't think they're messing around. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be close. I think Josh Allen's going to be ready to go up head to head. Uh, not head to head, but you know their teams are. He's playing Aaron Rodgers' team, um, and Aaron Rodgers. I just I don't see where on that offense they're going to get anything going. Their receivers drop too many balls. They should have won that Washington game. Just key drops. Guys aren't on the same page. He's calling guys out. Uh, Lafleur is starting to get on the same page at that. Um, I I just don't know if this offense is going to be able to put up more than 17 points, 13 points against this Buffalo's defense who's getting healthier and and I just they're going to have to be throwing and, and Buffalo's going to be sending the dogs. Von Miller I think is going to have a good day. I just don't see it for Green Bay and I, I see a blowout for Buffalo. And finally Monday night Cincinnati at, at Cleveland. Mentioned earlier no Jamar Chase and I think that's going to be okay. Jacoby Brissett has been awful uh since the first couple weeks of the season. And again, the Cincinnati's defense, they're a top-five defense. They're a top-five defense. They don't allow points in the second half, and they don't give up much. I think this is going to be another game. I know it's a division game, but I think Cincinnati's going to control this whole game. Um, I expect Joe Mixon to get going a little bit here. And I know Miles Garrett is on that other side, but we'll see if he has a day against this offensive line. That's probably the only way Cleveland, that's why this game stays close is because Miles Garrett is going to be able to kind of tee off on Joe Burrow. But again, Burrow playing like an MVP potentially could be the MVP this year. Um, I like what I see. And I, again, I just really like the Cincinnati's defense, um, but I, I'm going to take Cincinnati in this one uh, to win on the road in Cleveland. Even though I believe they've lost their last, I forget if it's seven or eleven meetings on the road in prime time. Um, I, I look, I, I, I think Cincinnati's going to look to break that streak uh, Monday night. All right, let's get these game picks going. And I know I kind of rattled through a lot of them, so we'll make this quick. But Denver at Jacksonville, I, I just think Jacksonville's defense uh, is going to be able to lock down Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson is not going to be able to get that offense going, score any points. Um, yeah, I, I just I like Jacksonville. This is like a home game. They've been playing in London a lot le- the last few years. Uh, I, I just I, I think Jacksonville walks away with this one. Carolina, Atlanta. I like Atlanta in this spot. I, I really like what Arthur Smith's been doing on that offense. I know that game did not look good against Cincinnati, but they are playing Carolina Panthers who don't have Chuba Hubbard now. It's going to be Dante, Dante Foreman uh, getting the start, getting the lead back role. Um, PJ Walker getting the start. I, I just, Atlanta's at home. That's why I'm just taking the home team in this game. I do think it's going to be close, uh, surprisingly, um, but I'm taking Atlanta. Chicago Bears at Dallas. Short week for the Bears. They played Monday night. Dallas, I just think Dallas is going to blow the doors off the Bears. And I don't see this being close. I think athletically on that defensive side of the ball, they're going to be able to contain and hold fields to not run around as much as he did against the Patriots. I, I just I like Dallas in this spot. Dak's second game back. Zeke is gonna be out. 
So Pollard's getting the start, and I just think their run game against this Bears defense is going to go off, and Pollard's going to have a day, and he's going to show why he should be the lead back. I really like Dallas in this spot. I'm taking Dallas at home. Miami Dolphins at Detroit. Detroit showed some glimpses of hope in the first couple weeks, being close in these games and these showdowts. I just don't think they have it. They have a great offense, but talent-wise, I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the firepower that is Miami, who has been struggling to score some points after their first few drives. They looked like they were going to score 30 uh, against the Steelers, but just died down on some drives and only won by six in that game. But I expect this to be a Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle extravaganza uh, through the air. And they've been doing it. These guys are two of the top five receivers in yards this season. And I think they're going to continue that trend against Detroit. I'm taking Miami. Arizona Cardinals, as mentioned, at Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota. Again, a little extra couple days to plan off the bye. A little extra rest. I like the, them in this spot against an Arizona team who has not really looked good um, offensively. But again, with DeAndre Hopkins coming back, they're going to get right. But I'm taking Minnesota. Um, but we'll see. It's Call, Call of Duty came up this weekend. Kyler Murray, we know his record is, what, zero, one win, zero wins when, when it's a whatever weekend. And we'll see. If he, he comes out, answers the bell, and shows that you know he comes out and wins, kind of squash that joke that everybody puts around we'll see but i'm taking minnesota las vegas at new orleans i've been on it for two weeks after that loss to the chiefs i said vegas is going to go on a four game winning streak i i know it's in new orleans but i do not trust dennis allen as the coach the raiders run game oh my god josh jacobs who's would have thought that he'd be the top running back in the league right now. He's on fire the last few weeks. I think he's going to continue that against New Orleans, who struggled to stop the run, and we saw it against Arizona. Um, they do have a, a little extra time, but the, the Vegas, uh, I think Vegas is going to come out firing, and I, I think they take it in New Orleans. New England Patriots at the Jets. Jets losing Elijah Vera Tucker. They're, I mean, he's been playing phenomenally on the line this year. They're rookie. He's out. No more Brees Hall. You traded for James Robinson. Mike, I think Michael Carter is going to get the start. But Belichick, I, he looked foolish and outcoached against Eberflus on Monday night. I think the Patriots bounce back against the Jets, and, and they really put a stranglehold on Wilson in that offense. And I think the Patriots are going to dominate the Jets in New York. I'm taking the Patriots. Pittsburgh at Philly. Again, this is a weird spot. I I don't know what to make of this game. I you know, it's like the Buffalo and uh, Green Bay. I, you expect a blowout, but for some reason, my gut's telling me it's going to be close. But I'm taking Philly at home off the bye. Plenty of time to prepare. Their defense has just been dominant against everybody, it looks like. And, and Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate, looking good. Um, and I, with the offensive line that, that that's very bad and no running game, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers had the worst running game in the league, and that puts a lot of pressure again on Pickett and, and how bad that defense secondaries looked. I think Philadelphia um, is going to take this one at home. Tennessee Titans on the road at Houston. I like Tennessee here. I, I think Houston should be competitive. I, I don't think this is going to be a runaway game for Tennessee by all means. Houston, 
coming off that loss, it was close for the most part against the Raiders last week, but end up losing with some t- turnovers. Uh, I-, I like Tennessee in this spot. Derrick Henry has been getting going, and I think he's going to continue to roll. Washington at the Colts. Colts going with uh, the they bench Matt Ryan, uh, w- 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 which means that, who is it, Ellinger? That's going to get the start. Sam Ellinger is going to get the start here while Foles backs him up. We'll see how this goes. The offensive line, which was the best offensive line, what, two, three years ago for the Colts, has looked abysmal. And this front four for the Commanders has looked so good. And this is without Chase Young playing at all so far this year. So I I like the Commanders to go on the road um, and upset the Colts at home. I, I really do. I like the commanders in this spot. Um, I'm going to go with them uh, to, to, to win this one this week against the Colts. The New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. As much as I've been doubting the Giants, and I said Seattle might win this, I think the Giants are going to go on the road and win. I just They've been playing so well in these close games. They've been winning them all. Um, I I just think this is going to be another one-score game, and it's going to go in Giants' favor late in the game. Um, I'm, I'm taking Giants on the road. Green Bay at Buffalo, as mentioned, I think it's Buffalo written all over it. I got Buffalo uh, to take down Aaron Rodgers at home, Sunday night football, all the lights. Josh Allen going to go off again because this Green Bay defense, for some reason, has not looked good this year. I don't know what's going on with them. They are supposed to have one of the best secondaries in the league, and it's just that hasn't come to fruition yet. And then Cincinnati, Monday night at Cleveland. I'm sticking with Cincinnati. I think they are going to dominate. I don't think this one's going to be as close uh, as the line shows, which is minus three for the Bengals. I think this one is going to get out of hand, and um, I just don't see the Browns moving the ball come second half. I just I don't see that happening um, at all. So, that those are my game picks for the week. Now, for the picks that matter, that make all of us a little money. The debt three pick. We don't do anything illegal. Debt three pick three. Look what I found in my pocket. Look, a year's salary right here. What I call them? A fun coupon. This is the Debt Free Pick 3 on the final play with Mikey Clutch. Coming off a winning week, 2-1. Last week we had Dallas minus 6.5, Raiders minus 7, Patriots minus 7.5. How did that happen Monday night? I will never know. Belichick still tied with George Hallis for the second most wins all time. But I'm going with two of those three teams again this week. Dallas minus nine and a half at home against the Bears. I just, I don't, as mentioned, I I, I think the athleticism of this Dallas defense is going to be able to contain fields. And that Bears offensive line we know is tr- like garbage. It, it's not good. They're not, they just don't have the players that are going to be able to contain this pass rush and if Fields has to drop back 30 times, it's just not going to look good. I think this is going to be a sloppy turnover game for the Bears. Uh, it, I, I have Dallas running away with this one, nine and a half at home. Uh, it's just too 
I just don't see how the Bears put up points uh, against this team. I, I know Fields had looked good against the Patriots, who Patriots defense has looked solid, but they do not have the players that the Cowboys do have. I'm going Dallas two weeks in a row uh, to cover the spread. They, they did it last week. Let's see if they do it back-to-back weeks. The Patriots minus two and a half on the road against the Jets. Listen, Belichick getting embarrassed. I think he's going to have a game plan. He's going to show his dominance against the Jets uh, that he always has. Um, and it's a field goal, I, I just don't think it is a lot of uh, two and a half. I, I mean, a field goal wins the game. I think they're probably going to win by more than that. But I just like the spot. We know how Belichick is against un- not a- athletic mobile quarterbacks. And, and I think Zach Wilson's going to struggle, who he hasn't looked that great this year either. L- losing Brees Hall, who's uh, a game changer. We've seen that the past few weeks. Not having that uh, to bust a large gain is going to hurt. So I, I And I, like I said, Elijah Vera Tucker's out. He was playing at a Pro Bowl, All-Pro level as a rookie. And that's going to be a big difference. I think the, the Patriots just are, are, are going to be able to um, control this game from the start and, and never look back. And finally, the Washington Commanders, plus three and a half on the road against the Sam Ellinger-led Colts. I think the Commanders have been playing pretty solid. Heineke, I think, gives another dynamic that you know Wentz hasn't been giving. Terry McLaurin has now, with Heineke, has looked better as a number one receiver. And as I mentioned, that defensive line against the the very poor play of the Colts' offensive line, I think, is going to really show. And I, I think this one, the, the Commanders win outright. Um, you can do that, but I, I like the plus three uh, in, in that matchup. So we're going to go Dallas nine and a half, Patriots minus two and a half, Commanders plus three for the debt-free pick three, week eight picks. And with that, I am going to take you out of here. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back next week where we hopefully coming off two winning weeks in a row. Haven't done that yet. Usually it's a win week, lose week, win week, lose week. Let's break that trend as well. Um, But I'll take you out of here. Thank you for listening to the final play with Mikey Clutch. I'm Mikey Clutch. Enjoy some football this weekend. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.